On today's show, you know, just like you schedule those regular doctor visits to keep your health in check or take your car for a tune-up to keep it running smoothly, it's important to give your financial life some attention as well. So it totally makes sense to have a periodic financial checkup to make sure you're headed in the right direction. And now, the truth about money with Bruce Weinstein and Tim Travis. Welcome to The Truth About Money. Yes, you're going to be hearing today from Tim Travis, Registered Investment Advisor and CEO of TNT Capital Management, and also Bruce Weinstein, Premier Southwest Planning Group. He's a registered investment advisory firm. And listen, we are going to talk all things to do with your retirement and your retirement checkup today. Tim, how's it going this weekend? It's going really well. Can't complain. Beautiful weather. I'll take it. Yes. Looking forward to fall and the big cool off, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. It was a a warm summer, that's for sure. It really was. But I say that at the end of every summer. I'm like doing a little dance, you know, (laughs) when it does finally end because, oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. What about um, your qualifications, what you do for your clients and stuff? Let's uh, do a little get to know you session here, Tim. Sure, absolutely. So I've been working in the finance industry for about 20 years. I studied business and economics at the University of California, Santa Barbara. And I've worked at various firms, uh, big and small. And I started TNT Capital Management about 13 years ago now. It's just been a dream working with clients and who I consider to be friends and, and uh, you know, growing and working with great colleagues uh, like Bruce. Uh, so it's, it's been a great experience. And as opposed to working for just one firm, you're an independent now, right? That's correct. Uh, so we're an independent advisory offering investment management and, and also offering insurance services. Is. Yeah, we're a little bit unique in that we hand select each and every security in the portfolio, as opposed to kind of the more cookie cutter approaches that a lot of the larger firms will take. Right. So that's kind of been one of our niches in in, in growing our, our business. Uh, and also, we use a value investment framework, oh. uh, kind of inspired by the likes of Warren Buffett, Benjamin Graham. Uh, so, so we have kind of a unique little space uh, in, in the investment sector. I like that value investment. What'd you call it? Yeah, value investing. So basically the idea is that every stock is a fractional share of a business. Every business has an intrinsic value that you can figure out by looking at the cash flows, the balance sheet, uh, those types of, of both qualitative and quantitative factors. And then by buying that business at a deep discount to intrinsic value, we are thereby creating a, a strong margin of safety, helping us not lose money and, and hopefully make a lot of money. Well, that's really good to know, because in this weirdo economic climate that we're living in these days, Tim, I just feel like people are looking for safety. Do you find that's true with your with your clients? I would agree. I mean, I mean, it, it goes both ways. There's people that are looking for safety and there's people that are kind of encapsulated by greed to some extent, which is understandable in financial markets. But You know, some of these uh, larger cap technology stocks that have really led the market in a in a dramatic way. Uh, I saw a statistic. Ninety six point five percent of the gains in the S&P 500 uh, were due to 10 stocks in particular. 
I've never seen it that concentrated. So I think that there are a lot of risks out there and, and it's important to kind of avoid those pitfalls. Sure. And as far as the clients are concerned, they certainly want some diversification, right? You're talking about it being so concentrated. What is it? Apple, Microsoft, um, Amazon. I mean, exactly. Right? Alphabet, right? Tesla, right. NVIDIA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's It's very important to be diversified, to understand what you own. Because when you get periods of volatility, which, you know, are inevitable, you get them every year, you get you get some type of correction, some bigger, some smaller. Uh, But when you get those, it's really a gut check. And so and so working with with us, you know, we know each and every security and we have deep analysis on it that that we make available to our clients. And so we really educate them on, okay, here's why we own this. Here's uh, what's going to keep us protected and insulated from various types of risks. And so I think that the education uh, is is a very underrated aspect of this business. Mm-hmm. And it's a big focus for us at TNT Capital. Well, that's good to know because people do need this education, um, especially people who have just been working, 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 you know, through our 30s, 40s, 50s and approaching 60, et cetera. And we're just putting money into 401ks, putting money into 401ks. And you can actually off- offer people, you know, a financial checkup, a course correction situation when they meet with you. Right. It, it, it's time for kind of a for a lot of people to find a sidekick in in this part of our lives. Maybe we we've never talked to somebody to help us plan our financial future. Oh, 100%. I mean, I mean, it's it's really essential to take a look at, you know, what your assets are, what your liabilities are. Um, I mean, this is something that we're dealing with every day. So we know what's out there. So a lot of people, you know, found this recently that that, you know, they have so much money sitting around in a bank banking uh, checking account earning nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've all we've all done that from time to time. And, and there wasn't really a big opportunity cost because interest rates were so low. But now in treasury bills, you know, you're getting close to five and a half percent or, you know, investment grade bonds, you might get six and a half percent. And you can go down that line to where these are very substantial returns without the actual uh, volatility risk of, of equities, which which a lot of people find so daunting, particularly in retirement. Oh, I agree with that. Any of this terminology actually from time to time can be pretty scary for folks. And I'm so glad that people are listening to the show. Because this will take some of the mystery out of what is exactly happening in the world of finance and in retirement structuring, et cetera, because just a drawer full of 401 statements does not make a financial plan for for the future. No, it it surely doesn't. So what about this financial checkup? If you meet with somebody for the very first time, what are some of the things that you might check in with them about? How does that go? Well, first, we want to get to know the person. You know, what are the important goals and objectives for them and their family? Those large scale events such as buying a home, buying cars, paying for their kids' education. So we want to really understand uh, the individual and the family behind it. And then we want to look at, okay, what are your assets? What are your liabilities? How can we maximize that structure? For a lot of, a lot of our clients will we'll look and they'll be like, you have credit card debt, but you also have you know, way too much money in your checking account, for instance. That doesn't make sense. So let's pay off this debt, this bad debt that might have a, a 20% interest rate. And you might run a little bit of a lower uh, cash balance for a little while, but, but it saves you huge money over the long run. So those are the types of things that we want to look at to build the financial plan. 
And then uh, later on, we get into the actual investment process. You know, how, how right. can we position the portfolio mm-hmm. uh, to, to, you know, help enable the attainment of those goals? Sure. Yeah. You know, you're talking about that bad debt and that credit card debt. Uh, recently did some remodeling and I won't name the name of the big box um, hardware establishment. And uh, they're like, why don't you just open one of our credit cards? You know, this will save you 10 percent up front. Well, listen, the interest rate is 28% on that card. So how wow. how would I, how would anybody ever make it worth it? Because nobody ever pays these things off on time. You're like, oh, I'll be just pay half of it, you know, this month. And next month I'll pay half. Well, there goes your discount. No, you're so right. And, and one of the things that I tell people is that Warren Buffett became one of the richest men in the world by compounding at 20% a year. But Imagine you're probably not going to invest as successfully as Warren Buffett as much as we'd like to hope for that. Right. And so it's 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 virtually impossible to get ahead when you're paying that level of interest rate. So it's a massive problem. And, you know, beyond credit card debt, then you got to look at the other ones. I mean, auto finance, you know, are you better off paying cash or does it make sense to finance? It definitely depends on the interest rate environment and, and you know, your capacity student loan debt, all these types of things. I remember this might've been the same when you were a kid too, but I remember when we went to college, it was just like a given that you were going to take student loan debt on. There really wasn't a discussion about, okay, well, how are we realistically going to pay this off? Or what's the interest rate? I, I didn't even know the interest rate, you know, when I, when I was in college, it's sad to say, but it's true. And that's a huge problem, of course, you know, in today's society, um, so we do approach that and we encourage our clients to talk to their kids about that as well. I just remember my interest rate was my dad, um, you know, because <laughs> he is the one who worried about all that. Heck, he paid my car insurance past age 26 or something when I was, you know, he paid my car insurance forever and helped me through all those decisions. But parents sometimes and a lot of times nowadays aren't able to help the kids or you don't want to sink your retirement just to help your college or high school age child. Well, that's true. And, and that's becoming incredible increasingly common because I mean look at housing prices housing affordability is the worst it's ever been so you know it's taking it's taking people longer to kind of couple up and and start that nuclear family and then and then to get into a first home normally they have to are often I should say they have to rely on on their parents maybe their parents are taking a loan out to help them or or uh, taking some money out of their retirement that sets them back on on their retirement goals and it's a it's a huge huge problem in today's society more so than ever sounds like this is a really good time to pick up the phone and get a hold of Tim Travis Um, Also, Bruce Weinstein, here's the phone number. Get on their calendar, sit down, get an overview, a holistic view of what's going on with your finances and with your retirement planning. The number is 800-796-9912. It's 800-796-9912. One more time, 800-796-9912. And on the way on the show, we are going to pick it up with a discussion about management, stress, and your financial portfolio. The show is called The Truth About Money with Bruce Weinstein from Premier Southwest Planning Group and 
Tim Travis, CEO at TNT Capital Management. I'm Jackie Selby, your consumer advocate. This has been quite the discussion so far. I've enjoyed the beginning of the show, Tim. And now we have Bruce here. He had an appointment this morning, but hey, we got him now. So let's talk about stress. Stress, the only time we get rid of our stress is when we're lying there dead, I feel like, don't you guys? Um, (laughs) (laughs) But in the retirement portfolio, how can we reduce the amount of stress? Obviously by meeting with a professional, but what do you do when you get folks in there? Talk about goals. Is that the first thing? Well, you know, it's funny because when you work with a lot of different advisors, Uh, You know, they're always setting goals as far as how much money you should have. Hmm. You know, Tim and I, over the last 10 years, have been working. And the reason why we work well together is is the focus on uh, both of the strengths that we have. One of the things that that we explained, especially myself, when I'm planning for clients, and they're, they're all stressed, the biggest worry that clients have that I find every single day is that they're going to run out of money in retirement. Oh, and so therefore they go microeconomically right back to their portfolios where, you know, they're so stressed. I mean, what if the market goes down? Uh, what if uh, I lose uh, 30, 40% of my money like 2008 and my mm. 401k plan goes to a 201k plan? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, so, so, so one of the things that we do, uh, especially in, in our practice together, Tim and I, is we focus on income versus the asset. So instead of setting a goal for how much money you should have in that account, Mm -hmm. we focus on how much income or what kind of lifestyle do you want when you start utilizing that money into retirement. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is if there's a way for Tim and I to do this for you with and create the same amount of income with 50% of the amount of money to create that income. Isn't that something that you'd want to learn about? Oh my. And so our strategies are really geared towards, especially for people in their fifties and older are really geared for maximum income streams. You're either a pre-retiree or a retiree, not sleeping at night. And so one of the things that we do together is, and we tell people straight out, you know, you're going to sleep better because you've got two people watching over what you do, both utilizing the same strategies. Tim being very, very microeconomically focused on the money and using what he does to protect the asset and me looking at the real picture and being able to do that because I've got Tim with me managing these assets and me using our proven strategies to create these higher income streams. And so, you know, maybe some people are thinking about, well, is it a product? It's not a product. It's all a process. It's about the integration and coordination of products together mm-hmm. that create income. So people have to start changing their focus. Sorry for the long winded response, but people have to start changing their focus to how much money they have in their account versus how much income, what kind of lifestyle can I have when I retire one day? And that's what we have to figure out. Well, I I like that part about um, starting to pay yourself because uh, Tim and I were talking about this um, period in our lives where we just stash the money in the 401k, you know, and just a, a drawer full of statements does not a retirement make. And so there we are with no exact plan. But you actually, Bruce, have a strategy that can protect the money, you know, and um even put in a legacy feature, right? For people uh, and they can draw, draw from that money throughout their retirement. Without the fear of running out. Right. So, so, 
you talked about legacy, mm -hmm. okay? Retirees, when we focus on retirees and their income streams, there are three things in a retiree's plan that we focus 100% on, and it goes in this order. Liqu uh, income, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, I want to have a lifestyle because the retirees are, are not workers anymore. The workers are the money. So you're retiring your assets. Uh -huh. So we want to create a, you know, a high income, right? Yes. We want to have liquidity in this order because there are several different wealth eroding factors out there. Not just, you know, inflation, taxes, but propensity to consume your wealth. You need a new roof, you know, you need Ugh. a new air conditioner. They're $5,000. Uh, the and air the conditioners. Third, oh my gosh. I just put one in a couple of years ago. Go ahead. How about two of them oh, right? going my, at the same time? Oh, Lord. And, and, and then the legacy is a third piece. So I hear everything from people. You know, I worked my whole life. My father didn't leave me a thing. I'm going to use all my money. Mm -hmm. Okay. And to other people that say, I want to make sure my kids are set up so that they have enough money to start a business or do things that they want in their future. And, you know, there are ways to do this. Um, I'm focused on all three. I don't make any decisions for my clients. My clients uh, and Tim's clients, we share quite a few. Um, they, they tell us what their wishes and their, their goals are. We create the plan, right? So legacy planning is a whole aspect of, of trying to, to take these complicated uh, situations mm -hmm. of trying to create enough money with all these wealth eroding factors and being able to leave something to your kids. You bet. Um, yes. So you're listening to The Truth About Money with Bruce Weinstein and Tim Travis. I'm Jackie Selby, your consumer advocate. The number to reach out to reach Tim, Bruce, is 800-796-9912. 800-796-9912. Super easy number to remember. Again, 800-796-9912. Now, as you were talking about those uh, different categories of money, you know, you want safety, you want income, you want growth even. Is that possible in retirement to grow your money? I mean, that's a great Tim question. Tim, we want to grow. Yeah, with, without a doubt, it absolutely is is very possible. And it's it's that growth has to be in accordance with a level of risk uh, that the client is comfortable with. Okay. So that's a big challenge for folks. You know, we've been in an environment really since the financial crisis where interest rates were so low, so yeah. artificially low. Yeah. And there, there was just no opportunity uh, for, for income for retirees. And so they allocated way too much to equities where, you know, if you're 100% invested in the S&P 500, your risk level there is 100. Uh, and so now what Bruce and I are finding is that there are a plethora of different opportunities that offer both growth, uh, safety, and income. And so working together, we devised the proper strategy to really uh, help the client get the right mix. And do you, do you find that once you sit down with folks, a couple of meetings with them and you say, here's what I can do, uh, do they look at you in disbelief and say, is this legal? <laughs> is this really possible? <laughs> <laughs> it's too good to be true, right? Well, sometimes uh, I don't know if people understand that these things are out there is my point. Yeah, I agree. It's because I hear that all the time. It sounds too good to be true. You know, what Tim is saying is the possibilities, you, you have to constantly be able to change, right? The one thing that we teach people right off the bat is one thing for sure in life is change. So yes. then therefore you have to have plans that are flexible. 
we're talking very generically about this. Mm -hmm. When we get down to details with people and they decide to engage us to work with us, we're coming up with proven strategies and we prove those strategies through calculators. Okay. Um, investments are very, very, very technical. And, and that's why I decided to merge my advisory or allow t Tim as a, a basically a sub advisor of my advisory and, and my chief investment officer, because when you look at the technical aspects of how to create this growth of what he's saying, and it's possible, those are investment strategies. And some people try to use a tactical management way where they go in and out of cash. I know a lot of big family offices do that. I certainly have done that in the past, but Tim and Tim and my strategy of, of what, especially what Tim is doing as the chief investment officer is that he is, he is creating a way to do this through what's available in the markets of, of, of different products that are available. I don't think there's a better options guy out there than Tim. Oh, good. Well, see, this is all a matter of education uh, for sure. Not just for me, but for those listening to the show today and if somebody just comes to you and says, hey, listen, I just want to make sure that, you know, my money is going to last me. I have a feeling I'm going to live longer than my parents did. And I, I want to make sure I can still pay the pool man and pay the gardener. And right. <laughs> and so you can right. talk to them about these strategies to keep that money alive. Again, that goes back to the last part that I talked about, which was, you know, creating an income stream that you cannot outlive. Yeah. And that is a strategy it is not a product. It's creating multiple products together that create higher income streams because the, and, and, and during our show for the next several months, I am always going to be pounding and pounding the words income and strategies and income. So it's combinations of products. It's not a product particularly, it is a strategy of how you could spend more money. You have to remember and every financial advisor out there in the United States uses something called Monte Carlo that simulates probabilities of not running out of money. So oh. if you stick to that probability, you're going to be okay. But is that enough money? And now you put the pressure on all the money. And don't get me wrong, Tim can take that pressure off of anybody. Okay. However, you know, you said a very important comment and that is being nervous that you're going to run out. And how do you create lifetime income streams? I mean, um, it's not easy. And, but as long as you have the proper tools in place so we can get to that point. So really I'm talking here to pre-retirees, right? right? People that are going to in the highest earning years of their last 10 years right. from 60 to, or from 50 to 60 or 50 to 65. You know, this is an important subject and I'm riveted, Bruce. I want to hear more and more and more about this, but we'll have to do so in the next segment to reach out to the guys here at the truth about money. Don't be shy about using the phone number to reach Bruce Weinstein or Tim Travis at 800-796-9912, 800-796-9912. We are going to talk about you and your retirement and an honest lesson coming up on The Truth About Money. The Truth About Money. 
What a great title for a radio show. Glad that you're spending a little bit of time with us here today with Bruce Weinstein and Tim Travis. I'm Jackie Selby, your consumer advocate. And boy, is it nice to feel the fall in the air here in the Valley, guys. It has just been a brutal summer, I feel like. Uh, one day, okay, for a month, I didn't even feel like getting in the pool. How about you? Yeah, yeah, well, that's right, that's right. It is just too darn hot. And I'm really happy about this beautiful fall that we are launching into. And don't you feel like in the final quarter or final few months of the year, once we hit Halloween and people start decorating and feeling festive about the change of the season and all that stuff, do people get a little bit more serious about looking at their money at this time of the year? Have you found that to be true, Tim? I would say so, yeah. I mean, I think that people, as they as they get into kind of, you know, the holidays and into the new year, you know, you really assess things and uh, make sure that, that you're on track on, on your targets. Uh, and so, yeah, we try to meet with our clients uh, annually. And, and as I mentioned prior, where Bruce and I, we have the same belief that it's essential to really educate your clients. So especially in, in times of turmoil, times like right now where markets are doing some pretty crazy things, you really want to explain, okay, this is what's going on. This is why it's going on. And this is, you know, how, how you're protected, any adjustments that might be necessary, things for them to think about. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, yeah, we see that more and more towards the end of the year and into the beginning of the new year. How about advice from grandparents? Isn't it fun to get, you know, a little advice from parents and grandparents? Sometimes your parents give you way more advice than you want. <laughs> but we've been hearing it our whole lives, haven't we? Oh, my gosh. You know, growing up in the Valley, even though it was hot, you know, my mother would always say, grab a hat, grab your sunglasses. You want to protect yourself. You know, it doesn't matter how fair the weather was. My mom, grab a hat. So I always hear that in the back of my mind. But parents and grandparents are pretty honest about giving us advice. How about the two of you giving us some advice on our retirement, on our finances? How about one of the things that people may not pay attention to, and that's life expectancy, to stretch our money out for our lifetime Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you uh, a, a personal story. I mean, Bruce has really helped me a lot in this regard. Uh, when we had met, you know, over a decade ago now, uh, he was really stressing to me, you know, okay, Tim, you've got this, you know, you're starting this family that's young and uh, you need to have life insurance. And, and I knew I did, but I probably didn't appreciate how much I needed. Uh, and so, you know, as you get older and you experience more in life, you realize like, you know, you're not, you're not invincible and you have people your same age, maybe pass. And so, you know, that's, that's where you really get an eye opener where, okay, well, I need to make sure my family's protected on that aspect. And then as we've talked about earlier, there's the idea of, 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 uh, outliving your assets. Yes. Uh, so that's, that's another major, major risk factor that, we really approach uh, via a strategy uh, using diff different things, uh, investments, covered calls, cash secured puts, bonds, mm -hmm. uh, insurance products uh, that that'll make sure that you're not that you're not outliving your money, uh, which really is Bruce's specialty. He's the best guy mm -hmm. I know in that industry. Yeah, Bruce, you, I know that you have a story about planning for life's what ifs. Do you feel like sharing that story with us now? When you look at insurance policies, even you always see that the female insurance policies for life insurance are less expensive than m men's premiums, right? Ah, because yeah. uh, statistically, 
So um, I have been very blessed and fortunate to work with a lot of widows. And unfortunately, they became widows on my on my watch. Mm -hmm. um, it's very heartfelt. It's 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 really hard. But you, 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 in a lot of these, some women do pay the bills and they understand these things. Um, and some women don't. They just rely on their husbands to do it. And so it's an educating process, like Tim said, when that what if happens. But that is the that is the most important part of the process is that you need to make sure you stress test your plan because is is an, is 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 some of your income going to go away and i'll give you an example of this i can't tell you how many people i talk to that don't know that one of their social security income streams is going to go away when somebody passes away Ooh, and that there's a $200 death benefit for that person. And that's it. They, yeah. They think they think they're going to get the, both of them forever. That's correct. So, so, and, and most people say, well, you know, the common denominator because misinformation from the media and the media is, as you know, can tell you a lot of things. There's a lot of information out there to go through. It's really hard to know what's real and what's not real. That's why we call yeah. the show the truth about money because yes. we're going to tell you the truth. Okay. Yes. Um, and the education that I've had over 35 years learning about this stuff and Tim being so abreast of money and, and seeing the management aspect of that money and me looking really at the overall picture is, is, is a great team. You don't know that one of your social security income streams, well, I hate to say this, but a lot of people, it's 40% of their income, 50% of their income. And it's not because they failed the plan. They had these things that happened during a long, a long, not during, but along the way of their life with the, you know, a death of a spouse. So now what do you have in place to replace that? A lot of people say, well, I'm going to buy some life insurance just in case. Right. And then I'm, and then I'm going to save the difference to replace the death benefit so that I'm, you know, don't have to protect that risk. I have all the money. Okay. Well now we're getting income streams. Nobody told me that we're going to lose a social security income. Wouldn't it have been nice to have that insurance policy replace some of that social security income that was lost and mm -hmm. something that was permanent that I had on the books that I can just use a small amount to replace that income stream. Um, what if I have a pension plan? When you have a pension plan and you're talking about what ifs, you have to make one decision before you retire. So if you're a state employee or a government employee, you're going to most likely have some sort of a pension plan. They're called defined benefit plans. You have to make a decision prior to taking that income and there's no do overs. Okay. And that decision is to take it for your life or your life with survivorships. However, if you take it for your life with a survivorship, it's a lower income amount. Oh. Well, if we plan and that's called pension maximization, okay. if we plan for that situation in the future, you're going to be able to take your own, the higher of the two incomes and not have to worry about the fact that your income is going to go down. Um, when somebody, passes away. So the what ifs are very, very, very important. And all of the plans that Tim and I do, we put that stress test in there to make sure that if one of the spouses passes away, that you have enough income to continue. Now you also have to remember, and I'll cut it at this, that when somebody passes away, you know, you're going to have less spending. So because you have one less person to consume. So we take everything into consideration and make the appropriate decisions for our clients. 
I was really trying to delve a little bit deeper into your personal experience with your friend who passed away. I saw a video. Oh, oh yeah. Biggest death claim I ever paid. He was my best friend. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was when I was 45 years old. That was one of the hardest things I've ever gone through in my life. He was like my brother. I, I not only went, you know, to junior high with him. I went to high school. Uh-huh. We went to college together. I officed with him. He was an incredible, incredible attorney. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were like brothers. Yeah. I, I took care of him to the last day before I brought him to the hospital before he passed away. And he left two little kids. They were little. They were tiny. Mm. For, and he didn't have that much money. And fortunately, I was there to deliver the biggest death claim I've ever had. Um, and it saved his family's life. Uh, and uh, to this day, you know, his son's older now and he's doing his thing. He's working and his daughter's in college right now uh, at uh, one of the Texas schools. So there are moments in your career that make you stay and you know that your purpose was put here to do what you do. And that was one of those moments. Yes, I, I was watching the video and you're so heartfelt in that description. And because of that death benefit, his daughter is going to college and it's paid for yeah, now. Not a problem. Yeah. You know, my job that John told me was to take care of the kids and make sure that she was going to be okay, no matter what happened. Right. And that's what I did. Good. Um, I did what I did. I used what was available to me. I used the tools. I made mm-hmm. sure that things were protected and everything worked out perfectly. And that's what you want. You don't want yeah. to have what ifs. And people's like, the first thing I said was, you know, one thing for sure in life is change. Even if you're married 30, 40, 50, 60 years, there's going to be something that changes. And so you want to be, in a position to make those, you know, decisions. Some decisions are irrevocable, like I said, with pensions, and some are mm-hmm. revocable, like with, you know, basic revocable trusts right. or beneficiary changes. So you yeah. always want to be in a position to be able to make those decisions um, you, because you had it. I mean, you did something right, right? You had some insurance that was permanent that stayed there. Again, a lot of people don't think they need it for retirement. Like you could be like my friend and unfortunately be unlucky and, you know, the kind of insurance he had, he had both. I mean, it paid. Mm -hmm. The main thing is, is these insurance companies have been around for 100 to 150, 200 years. They're not like health insurance, you know, where you got this problem here. Right. And this, you know, this doctor's office is not getting paid. It's not like that. If you have a death claim, they pay as soon as you get the death certificate. These insurance companies pay like clockwork. And God bless them because, you know, without them, you know, people say, oh, you know, these insurance companies are super rich. They really they, they really serve a purpose in life. And because of the things that they do, which are actuarial science. We can talk about we could do a whole show on that. And I hope we do someday. I do. I do. Because I'd like to tell the truth about it. Yeah. Because there's so much misinformation. There really is so much misinformation, Bruce. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to Bruce or Tim, here's the number. It's 800 796 9912 800-796-9912 just one more time it's a really easy 800 number 796-9912 on the way next we have some questions from our new radio audience and you both are going to be on the hot seat to answer those next on the truth about money The truth about money. 
What a wonderful title you both picked. Bruce Weinstein of Premier Southwest Planning Group and Tim Travis from T&T Capital Management. I love having both of you on the show here at The Truth About Money. I'm Jackie Selby, your consumer advocate. Now, questions and answers. Are you ready to dive right in? Of course. Uh, This question, I think this one is for Tim, is from Ron, who's in Glendale. He says, I just turned 52 been working for the same company for nearly 21 years. I came in at the tail end of the pensions and then was converted to a 401k. I've never met with an advisor and I think it's time. What should I be looking for and how should I prepare? Thanks, Ron. Well, Ron, you're doing the right thing. Uh, it's important to really, uh, you know, get a holistic look at your finances, uh, your needs upon retirement. You still have some time to, to keep saving and make sure you're in the right position. Yeah. Um, so you want to make sure that, that you know, an advisor uh, communicates clearly with you. Uh, they, they describe the pros and the cons of any type of strategy uh, that they offer you because there are. There's trade-offs in just about anything. Um, and yeah, you want to, you want a solid financial plan and you just want that, that level of comfort because if you don't have that with the person that manages your money, it's just like not having it with your doctor. It, it just doesn't work. So build that rapport, uh, you know, uh, and, and we would absolutely love to help you, you know, so don't hesitate to give us a call and, and we can go over all of that in detail. Sure. Uh, and by the way, Ron, that number is 800 796 9912-800-796-9912. That's a really good question. And he's only 52. So there's <laughs> there's years to maneuver, uh, right? In case he's behind on, you know, contributions and stuff. Do we need to guess the name of the company that went from pension to 401k? Let's not. There's probably 20, <laughs> 20 companies in that part of the Valley that did that during his last 21 years, don't you think? I would agree. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Sharon has a question. And I think uh, this one is directed at you, Mr. Bruce. And Sharon is from Cave Creek. She says, I've seen a lot of commercials recently for ETFs, but I don't really understand how they work. Can you explain this? I'm going to direct, I'm going to answer some of this and I'm going to let Tim chime in okay. if I miss something too. Um, ETFs are very inexpensive ways to invest money in the market. Um, When you say inexpensive, you're talking about the cost internally, like in a mutual fund. ETFs are specifically directed to specific indices. So, for example, there are oil ETFs, gold ETFs, silver ETFs, and and expense-wise, they're very, very, very inexpensive. Is it a good idea? It depends how old you are. It depends on, you know, if you're diversified in the different indexes, there are S&P 500 ETFs, Mm. if you understand that. It really depends on the allocation of what you do and how old you are, and should that be the only thing that you're invested in? And I'm going to let Tim add to that. Okay, because Tim, that speaking of the um, S&P 500, it's we we're talking about the concentration of companies that are actually in the S&P 500. So absolutely, it's as Bruce mentioned. There's all sorts of different ETFs. Um, so what's what's unique about them is they're just like mutual funds. And my first job out of college was actually Vanguard Group in Scottsdale, Arizona. So I uh, got Woo-hoo! a lot of exposure there to, mm-hmm. uh, to uh, the mutual fund space. And then what happened was firms like Vanguard and Fidelity and State Street, uh, they basically just put those mutual funds on as ETFs. So they trade every day like stocks. They're very liquid. Uh, you don't have to wait till the end of the day to close them out. 
Um, so, so really it's just a tool like almost anything and there's good ones and there's bad ones. Uh, and, and they absolutely could be a, a, an important part of the portfolio, but you, you want to understand what you own. And like, like you referenced right now, the S and P 500 is more concentrated than it's ever been. Uh, you know, in the top seven or eight companies, it's, it's close to 35% of, of the index. Uh, so, you know, how those companies do is going to really derive the performance of that index to a large extent. And so a lot of people need to be aware of that. When you own one of these things, you really want to know what's in it. Very good. Thank you so much, Sharon, for the question. And, and again, the number to, to reach the show, The Truth About Money, Bruce and Tim here, 800-796-9912. And this is a great question. I'm just smiling to myself from Angie because I wonder if she's one of my classmates. Um, she's from Scottsdale. I read that 80% of married men die married. Well, 80% of married women die single. So I'm wondering if I should have a retirement plan that's completely separate from my husband's plan. We're both 57 now and in very good health. What do you think, Angie? I can answer that really easy. You can jump on that landmine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, it's pretty simple. If you're married, guess what? Arizona is a community property state, so it really doesn't matter whether it's both or individually, you have a undivided interest in one half of everything your husband has. And I'm assuming you acquired that property together. Now I'm not an attorney. I get that, but we go through a lot of um, plans with husband and wife. And um, you know, I think it really, at this point in your life, um, you know, you should plan together or apart. There's no difference. Everybody should save as much as they can. We recommend, Tim and I recommend saving a minimum of 15 to 20% of your income every year. So stick to that program and you should be fine. Um, if you're running behind the eight ball, then we got to do some, a lot, a lot more planning. You know, feel free to call us. We would love to talk to you. Love to help you. Whether you're single or whether you're married, it really doesn't matter. It's the same problem that you're going to come into. And that's that stress of making sure that you have enough money to have the correct lifestyle when you retire one day. And that's the complicated process. Sure. Very good. Here's the phone number. Angie, it's 800-796-9912. To reach the truth about money, 800-796-9912. Ernie has a question for you. And Ernie is from Goodyear. Are Social Security benefits withheld because of excess earnings returned to you in monthly installments when you reach full retirement age? Mm. They, they are. So that's not a that's not a big concern. Now, with that said, uh, the Social Security system is not in the, the best fiscal condition. Uh-huh. Right? So yeah. so things can change. But but as of now, you know, th- those are the rules. Um, and and. One of the things that Bruce and I do really encourage folks is to look at what is your risk? You know, uh, Social Security uh, rewards have been adjusted uh, in the past. And so one of the things to look at is, you know, what is your exposure there? If you're highly, highly reliant on your Social Security income in retirement and you will not meet your goals without that, you know, it might be worth exploring some alternatives so that you can kind of uh, protect yourself a little bit, especially, you know, if you're if you're relatively affluent, you know, those are the types of people that could potentially uh, see benefits uh, cut sometime in the future. Hopefully that never happens. Yeah. But, but right now they are projecting shortfalls. Uh, and, you know, and the thing is, 
we get this question a ton, Tim and I. Okay. And the thing about it is, is a lot of young people say, I'll never see it. And I say, I doubt that because what they're doing because of the shortfalls, as everybody knows, is they keep raising the taxable wage base. So everyone thinks that they're in these, you know, low marginal tax brackets, even though they're a lot higher because you got to add the seven and a half percent approximately in there for social security tax. So the taxable wage base keeps going up. So they're increasing the taxation on you. And like Tim said, we, we see something happening in the future, potentially decreasing benefits a little bit, but still there's a, a strong voting base for the uh, retirees that are living off of it. So they're very reluctant to make a lot of changes, but they're going to have to, they don't have a choice every year you get these reports that social security will run out of money by a certain age. Mm -hmm. So these are the adjustments that the government's making. And you've got to be, if like Tim said, if you don't have the proper backup, other than that's your primary income source, you better make sure you do a deep dive into that and make sure that you know exactly what's going to go on as best as you can. Mm -hmm. that, thanks for that question, Ernie. And the number to reach the show, The Truth About Money, to speak to Bruce Weinstein or Tim Travis or submit a question, etc., 800 796 9912. I'm looking at the clock here. It looks like we have time to hear from Jenny. And Jenny's in Verado. And she says, My company matches my 401k contributions, but they do it in the form of company stock. I'm not excited about owning a lot of company stock, but I also don't want to miss out on any matching funds. Should I still try to push in as much as I can? Jenny, it's a great question, and, and this is one I definitely encourage you to give us a call and kind of go over this in detail because 99% uh, of times it makes sense to maximize that uh, to where you're getting the match. Uh, it's it's you know unfortunate sometimes when you're you're limited in, in what in what you can buy, but 99% of the time it's worth it uh, as long as. You don't have too long of a holding period before you have to before you can sell that stock or if or if maybe like you just have no confidence in the stock uh, of the company you work for hopefully that's not the case but for some people it is you know then it might be worth considering that as well but 99 percent of the time you know it, it usually makes sense to to maximize that uh, contribution but then over time you you absolutely want to look at how can we diversify away from this? Because you do not want to be in a situation where 80% of your net worth is tied up in your company stock and then God forbid something happens to that company, uh, it can devastate your retirement. I mean, we saw it, Lehman Brothers back in the day, you know. Enron, uh, Enron, Enron. So many times, you know, there's there's way more companies than 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 we could name offhand. So it's, it's a big risk. You're asking the right questions. Give us a call because that's something we should dive into deeper. I'm curious, what, what's the company? <laughs> I know, I want to know as well. Thank you so much, yeah, me too. Jenny, Ernie, Angie, Sharon, and Ron for your questions to the show called The Truth About Money, making a, our first show our debut, our inaugural effort here on KTAR. So, guys, I've really enjoyed the show. The number two. Very exciting. Yes. Um, the number to reach out to Tim Travis of TNT Capital Management and Bruce Weinstein of Premier Southwest Planning Group. Here's the number it's 800 796 9912. 800 796 9912. We'll be back again next week. Fellows, thanks a million. Thank thanks you, Josh. Appreciate it.
Premier Southwest Planning Group LLC is a registered investment advisor. The content of this advertisement is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be investment advice. The views expressed in this program are subject to change based on market and other conditions. TNT Capital Management is a registered investment advisor. The content of this advertisement is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be investment advice. The views expressed in this program are subject to change based on market and other conditions.